So hello and welcome. My name's Steve Nobel and today I'm speaking with Barbara Goldsmith on Pleiadian Messages for a Changing World. Barbara has been a practicing astrologer for 30 years. She has a wealth of experience in both teaching astrology from beginners to advanced levels and also giving personal astrology readings. She is the author of several books on astrology and she's well known for channeling the Pleiadians and she has a growing audience who enjoy her regular monthly forecasts on YouTube. Her website is yourastrologysigns.com. So hi Barbara. Hi Steve. So let me ask you, um, as an astrologer, how did you come to be working with the Pleiadians? How did they connect with you in the first place? Well, I read about the Pleiadians quite a lot during the 70s. And then Barbara Marciniak came out with the, all the her Pleiadian bringers of the dawn. Yeah. And I found that very fascinating. And I can remember reading it. And then, to be honest, for about 20 years, I never thought about it again. And then I had a deep awakening that happened uh, three and a half years ago, and I was sort of on my knees emotionally um, after a series of events. And then it was just um, I was invi- I was inviting to come in what was supposed to come in. I had no idea what was coming, and then all of a sudden, as I released my throat and vocal cords and everything, these the Pleiadians started to come in very steadily at the beginning. And gradually more and more. What was your experience when they first came in? Was it who are you and what are you doing and why are you speaking through me? What, 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 what was your reaction? Well it was so much of a shock. If you can imagine your whole body is, is somehow, you don't have control, your normal control over your body. It's like everything, your nervous system, everything's going a little crazy. But my reaction was, oh this is exciting. I thought <laughs> this is weird, super weird, but very you know, we we are the 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 the, the p- 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 Pleiadians is how it came through. <laughs> and when you first came out of the closet, so to speak, were your audience because they must have been used to you as a, as an astrologer, and suddenly, well, what's this? Was there kind of a bit of shock or s- strange reactions? It was, it was a very difficult transition because at first I thought I'd keep it separate. I thought right, I'll have a Pleiadian channel and an astrology one. And that just, I could see that wasn't going to work because it was, this, it was the same person, right? It was like trying to be two people when I'm, when I'm not. So then I put it all together. I lost a lot of people, sure, definitely, in that transition who thought I'd gone off Morocco. <laughs> I'm glad I have did it that way now, in retrospect. What would you say, from your point of view, is the role of this group of beings through you? bring love and joy and peacefulness and for people to see that nothing is impossible and that they can have so much fun along this journey that's what the Pleiadians show me every day when I'm getting serious it's like oh no (laughs) (laughs) they give a lot of messages about the times we're in of course a lot of reassurance what would you say about as the kind of overview of their message is it is it because we're going through a lot of volatility on the earth now yes that everything is changeable Nothing is fixed, and it's very important we don't have fixed views of what we think is coming, because we have more power than we realize, especially as we get together in communities, which is why I was inspired to speak with you today with all the great work you're doing, Steve, um, that we can change what looks like a probable future. That's the main big message, I think. Because there's been a lot of fear around, you know, re- if you only got to read the book of Revelations or all kinds of prophecies, 
makes people a bit fearful about the kind of changes we're going through. But they seem to be very reassuring about, and as you just said, we have the power to change our reality collectively. Yes, more than we realise. Well, it would be great. Do you think they might want to come and chat with us, the players? Of course they do. They're dying to come in. <laughs> oh, great. Let's chat to them. Welcome. Yeah, love you very much, dear Steve. What a joy it is to be with you today and all your listeners or viewers. In fact, maybe you'll have viewers. We don't know yet. But we love you very much and we couldn't wait to come in. In fact, we have to sit on our toes and fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're here now and uh, we're delighted to be with you. And we want to say to you, Steve, keep on going, yes? You need to expand a lot more than you've been doing, Yeah you really need to go beyond certain boundaries that you've set for yourself. Yes, just open up a little more. Yes, open, 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 because there's a lot of things coming in that want to get in, and you're sort of not quite fully open to it all. Maybe you just don't believe it somehow. But uh, we want you to expand out. You've got a lot to say, a lot to communicate, and a lot of things that you're going to help people with, and you're going to love it. You're going to enjoy every bit of this experience the more that you can open up to it. Hmm? We love you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's not there, but we just had to get that off our chests. Oh, it's wonderful connecting with you. And um, yeah. I, I've loved the Palladium messages for years coming through different channels. There's such a joy and a kind of humor with it. Uh, can I ask yeah. you, you know, there's a lot of people worrying about earth changes, um, but your messages seem to be very reassuring. What can we expect in the years ahead? Well, you see, it is a difficult time on planet Earth. We're not going to sit here and pretend, oh, it's all airy-fairy, nicey-nicey. No, we're very practical in our applications, yes? We don't do air in the sky stuff. We really don't. We want you to realize that you're in physical bodies, that you're going to have to be practical. You're going to have to get real about the situations. Many of you are digging your heads in the sand, and you don't really want to face what is going on. This is what is at risk with all this uh, movement with all your spiritual people, yes? Mm. They don't really want to look at it. A part, you know, a big part of them don't want to look at it. You've got to look at it. You've got to see that people are starving. You've got to see that you want to find solutions to this. You've got to get out of your little selves and into your bigger communities. That is the next step for humanity. Can you say something about that bigger community? Is it, is, are you talking about the, the kind of people here who are here to make the change? Because it doesn't seem like everyone on the planet is aware or interested in the spiritual awakening going on now. Oh, they are. Oh, they just don't know it yet. All right, we can tell you that every single soul upon this planet Earth right now is right here for this awakening. Yes, some of them don't know it. We agree, they are sleeping through it. But there is a part of them deep inside that wanted to be here at this time for the vibrational frequency change. There is a hunger in every single being. Do not discount beings. Yeah, do not look at some. There is a tendency in some spiritual circles, shall we say, to look at others and say, oh, you know, the sheeple, the people, yeah? No, mm. do not. Be very careful. Those sheeple could awaken and could be the most amazing force for change and positivity, yes? doesn't yeah. take very many of you, really, to transform it for all of you. That's another thing, yes? A lot of you are doing a lot of the digging, the pioneering, the hard work, getting the gold, if you like, underneath. You've got to drill and dig, and it's difficult and costly. And yes, for you pioneers, it is such. But boy, then there's going to be another freeloaders, so to speak, <laughs> who just come on along the train, you see. But you're getting the train moving, and that is your job, and that is what you came for. That is what you really want to do. 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, now, a lot of channels over the years, I've listened to a number of channels over the years, they used to speak about severe earth changes, but that message seems to have toned down over the last past decades. Are, are we past this period of the earth having to go through very, very severe changes? Not necessarily, no. We can't say that it's uh, over that. No, we cannot. Okay. What's the nature of change? I know you've talked in other recordings about water. Is that still a problem? Yes. Water is huge. Without water, you've no, no life on the planet, yeah? Yeah. In terms of flooding or, you know, being... Because I actually live right near the... I, I remember listening to one of your recordings and I'm, I, I'm living right on the ocean edge and thinking, oh my gosh, I should move probably. But uh, what would you say about people living right close to the ocean? You're going to have to watch the animals. You're going to have to get much more in tune with nature. You're going to have to speak to everybody around you and just tune in. And you'll know and you'll be guided, but you've got to get tuned in more than you are. You're too uh, distracted. Yeah. A lot of distractions in your world right now. And you need to tune in to exactly where you're living and what's going on around you and the people and the vibrations and the field. Yeah, you've got to really, really every day tune in and listen. Listen carefully for sounds. Yes, listen, because there is a lot going on there in the invisible realms that is trying to tell you a lot, but you're distracted, and these distractions are pulling you off center. So if you get in tune, you'll be guided, and of course you'll be guided anyway, Steve, we're not in the least bit concerned about you, but just generally, uh, uh, it's really groups of humanity that are just not listening and are completely living on that space where they are just out of tune with every element that exists. Absolutely. Can I ask you about emotions? Because a lot of people are very concerned with anxiety and fear. What about people who have a certain amount of fear anxiety? What would you say to them? We would say just slow down. Imagine your life in slow motion. Slow, everything slow. And we would even do a meditation upon this slowing because everything has been taught to run, to dash. But if you look at your slower animals, they're very peaceful to be around, aren't they? Yes. When you're around a very fast animal, it's not very peaceful. Mm. But we would really work upon the slowing down of this high-pitched, frantic frequency. We are bringing it in now, you see. We have slowed down so that your listeners will be able to get a feeling in their own physical bodies right here, right now, of how you need to just dissolve yourself into the space around you. It's a dissolving and of a connecting to the oneness. Mm. And once you begin to dissolve your separation, your loneliness, your feeling that you're all alone, poor you, and you connect with everything by dissolving your harsh edges, and you do this by slow, mm. then you begin to relax. Every cell in the physical body just separates it become there is more movement of the cells and they're not able to move as effectively when they are constantly in rush wonderful message we're kind of geared to rush around time is money and all the rest of it so yeah slowing down yeah very important 
makes makes the body sick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you need it some of the time, but just not all of the time. It's like having a car going flat out all the time. Well, in this slow down space, I, I guess we can more connect with our intuition and we can more connect with the beings on the other side, you know, our highest, well, a part of ourselves, our higher self, and also the various guides around us. How important is it for people to really connect with their intuition and to connect with their team and spirit on the other side? Very, very important, dear Steve. Very important to connect with your inner being. Some of you will connect with guides. Some of you will not identify with that. And that's fine. Don't get worried about it if you don't feel guides around you. Some do, some don't. But it is important to trust that inner voice that may be contrary to everybody around you. Now, that is what is a little difficult. As this is often going to happen to many of you, you will have a new direction to go in, and those around you will not want to be with you. Let me ask you about that, because I think a lot of people are going through transition. I've certainly been through my own transition where, as you mentioned, new direction, new direction, it could be in terms of work or where you're living or relationships. And there's a certain amount of resistance, I guess, in the human psyche ego around this kind of change. Certainly, I had that. What would you say around there's a kind of pull to something new and there's an old kind of I'm not sure if I should do this, a fear and anxiety. What advice would you give to people in transition right now? We would say that if you don't trust that voice, things are going to get much more difficult. So it is much easier to trust the voice earlier on to make the move and new horizons. And you will find that you move into such a better space. Yeah. Everything that was dark becomes brighter. The things that you couldn't see before, you can suddenly see. You're not tripping over things in the dark anymore. And really, if you look at your life, and you relax once more. You see, you, you've got to find the relaxation. If you don't find the relaxation and you take action out of the fear, then it won't be an easy transition. But if you can take action out of the relaxed space, of your connectedness, of your ease in your physical form, because you can heal any pain in the physical body just through total relaxation. And through that is your portal to easing you into your new life, so to speak. And many of the people that have been around you for a long time, well, they're just not going to come along the boat with you, at least not then. They may come later, but you can't keep looking back for them. You need to move to new horizons. And many of you know this deep in yourselves. You know that you need to move country. You know, you need to move home. You know, you need to change direction somehow. You've got to live on the edge. You came to live on the edge. You didn't come to live inland. You're living right on the edge, aren't you, Steve? I yeah? am. <laughs> yes, there indeed. You are. That is what you came to do. Yes. Because if you don't live on the edge, then you don't make changes rapidly. And what is being called for are rapid changes. You see what we mean? I do. Change is not always comfortable, but um, very necessary to embrace, I feel. Now, can I ask you, um, what about this year, the energies of this year and perhaps the following year? Could you say something about this next couple of years, the kind of energies we're expecting to meet? Yeah. Well, you see, it's going to be turbulent, that's for sure. Money is going to be a big, big thing over the next couple of years. 
Money, 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 money. Yes, how you do it, what you see with money, how you spend money, how you use any kind of resources upon your planet. Mm. And there's going to be have to be uh, new ways of how you exchange services, mm. of ownership, of who has what and why, and who is valuable and who seems to be less valuable, and why is that so? And I have to ask some deep questions. Is capitalism working? What would work? Where are parts of the world where money is not a problem? You're going to have to study this. You're going to have to look at new ideas. The youngsters are going to be leading the way here because they're not enmeshed in all these old patterns of bonds and stocks and markets and more and growth and more and greed and materialism. And we are not against material things. Yes, it is fun to manifest material things. We're not against any of this. But when it, you become a slave uh, to your material world, then you are an unhappy being. And when you are an unhappy being, then you affect the entire planet. You do not realize that your one negative emotion and one negative feeling affects the entire planet. You think it's just you. <laughs> but it's not true. So each one of the billions of cells that awakens to how to use money wisely, fairly, to see that you're all working together. You have one another set up as enemies for the most part. You really do. Oh, he's better than me. She's not as good as I am. I do this better. I should have more. Why? <sighs> these are big questions we realize, but these next two years, there's going to have to be a revaluation because it's going to be some big shifts globally uh, around markets in the world. And for those who are not expecting it or come unprepared to this, at least mentally, it's going to be very difficult. Some of you are going to lose everything. And the, it'll be the best thing that's ever happened to you. Mm. Woo! <laughs> because you're holding on. You're holding on to things that you don't need. Many of you are holding on to things that you really just don't need anymore. Your needs are changing. The needs of the physical human are not what they were. It is a new chapter beginning. Do you see what we mean? Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Can I ask you something about the political scene in the next couple of years? Because there's a lot of political changes. Yeah. Yeah, we have in England, we have Brexit, or UK, we have Brexit, which is causing, you know, in England, in Britain, most people don't get upset very very much about anything. But uh, Brexit has really shaken things up. And of course, across the pond, you have... Um, Donald Trump, who's shaking things up. So a lot of yeah. shaking things up. Can you say something about this shaking? Yes, it's wonderful, isn't it? Isn't it the best thing that could ever happen? How would you ever awaken masses unless you had something so serious that affects so many people that you have to wake up? Hmm. You've had the same old, same old, same old, same old, same old kinds of people running your governments around the world corruptly. And now you get it open the open. You begin to see, goodness gracious, what on earth is going on. And now even your average person becomes involved politically. Because unless the average normal Joe doesn't get involved, then everything stays the same. Yeah. And your country, or our country as well, you know, we love Great Britain, Barbara, you know, our messenger uh, from there as well. But uh, really, you needed something like a Brexit you to see how your country has always divided itself. Look how you divided it, England, Scotland, Wales, all these little, little places. If you could, you'd divide it into Cornwall, Devon, Exeter, wouldn't you? You'd say, well, they're different, and oh, they're different. Mm. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, but we're not saying there's anything wrong in that. But you've got to cooperate a lot more. You've got to see that when you come from love, when you come from playfulness, when you come from joy, everything is so easy upon your planet. So much easier. You've got all the information, everything you're ever going to need inside of you. <gasps> wonderful, wonderful. Can I ask just from the, the a global picture, uh, of course the Middle East has been very turbulent and people in the West are very worried about Russia and perhaps even China to some extent. Can you say something about the bigger world picture about volatility there? Well, yeah. Isn't it wonderful that it's all coming up for inspection? That you're all looking at this now and the new ones being born are quite fluxed. <laughs> they're born into this and they're looking around and going, what is this? Yeah, they really feel like aliens. Well, they are. Most of you are aliens. You wonder what on earth you're doing here, really. Most of you. Yeah. If you're really honest, you think, God, what is this place? Yeah? But in terms of China and Russia and the Middle East, it's all boiling. Everything's coming to boiling point. It's like all these boils. And you know, when you've got a lot of boils, eventually they've got to burst to get the pus and all the shit out of them, haven't you? Well, that's what's going to come out. But you'll see that there are some wonderful things happening. There are people who are coming together. There are wonderful things happening that would not have happened without this, uh, shall we say, crisis point, yeah. crisis opportunity, you know, the Chinese. Yeah. We need to meld together Chinese medicine, Indian medicine, all the different healths, the herbalisms, all the different things, and not discount one another, respect one another, and see that they are not mutually exclusive things, but that everything can be inclusive. Are you going to live in a utopia? You could if you chose it. Yes, you could. No. It's really up to you guys. And that's why we're here. We're having a whale of a time because we can see that things are just beginning to pop. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes, we hope that Britain really pops with Brexit. Yeah. We're rooting for it. We want the Britons to really get off. Get up. Get on up, you softies. Yes. You become a nation of softies. Brexit in a day. A day. It would take one day if enough of you Brits got together and said we don't want it. Because let's face it, you don't want it, most of you. Yeah. Do you? No. Well, I don't want it. No. Most of you don't. In your heart of hearts, you want to separate off. Separation is the old way. Separation is the old, and there is always a pullback to the old before moving into the new, because the old is familiar. Absolutely. Russia is going to be a very important part in the future of this world. Russia's already laying down some amazing things. It would do you many well to start looking into Russia. I have a feeling Russia is going to be, a, uh, there's a kind of a, a swell of light coming up from the gra grassroots somewhere. Oh, yes. You have no idea. You really need to explore Russia. If those of you really are at the cutting edge for technology, for world, for resources, for energy, for health, for medicine, you start looking at Russia. It's got a lot more answers than you could believe. Really, that land, Siberia, you, you see, really, it's a very powerful PowerPoint, as is China. We're not saying there aren't other PowerPoints, but Russia is largely overlooked. Can I ask you about Antarctica? There seems to be a lot of interest in Antarctica at the moment. Um, lots of world leaders have been visiting it and, you know, ideas of pyramids being found or inner earth. Can you say something about the importance of Antarctica? Oh, 
Well, you see, you're being sent to your furthest regions. You're being stretched to the furthest places around your planet. Yes, and of course, Antarctica has held many secrets. And now there is more interest in uncovering secrets. And so you're going to your extremes because you have to go to extremes. There's extreme weather, there's extreme everything. Because unless you go to extremes, you won't evolve into the new species that you are supposed to evolve into. Yes, it's this dropping down, you've dropped down, and now you'll find that there is a lot going on inside the Earth. <laughs> you see. Yeah. But that is for you to discover. We do not wish to share too much more about that. There are many who are sharing this right now, but that is not our role. I have one more question for, for you, because yeah, yeah. the role of technology. Technology seems to be leaps and bounds, certainly in the last you know, couple of decades. And is this something that's going to continue um, in, in the, the years ahead? New technology coming online to help with new solutions? Not in the same way that it's been happening. Right. How can we explain this? No, it's going to change. Technology is going to take different lines of uh, avenues of expression. It's been expressed through certain media, and that media is going to change uh, uh, dramatically over the next 20 years. So the way that the technology is expressed now, you'll look back upon these years and think you were in the Stone Age. All oh, right. Okay. What seems so futuristic right now, we're sort of laughing at. We, you know, we don't mean to laugh, but you know, it's very, very baby. Do you think there'll be technology more in line with the Earth, with the natural rhythms of the Earth? Because technology is not always in line with the Earth. Well, of course. Of course. That's absolutely your next step, is to see that astrology is the most powerful science and art that comes from the ancients that have been around for billions of years, and you're not using it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But you will. You will. Antarctica's got a lot to do with the astrological findings, but... That's a little tip that we'll give you there. Okay. Whoa! Well, we've got to keep you interested. If we answer all your questions, you'd be bored, wouldn't you? <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. It's been a wonderful interviewing you. I, I, I really have this much fun interviewing, interviewing people, I must say. Well, we love you very, very much, dear Stephen. Uh, you're doing a wonderful job. We want you to know that. And we're very grateful you invited Barbara to be upon your show today. And us, of course. <laughs> we're delighted to be with you. Yeah, we love you. Shall we bring our Barbara back now? Yes, yes. All right. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Barbara, thank you so much uh, <laughs> for being here. And just to remind people, your website <clears throat> is yourastrologyscience.com. How are you doing, Barbara? Are you okay? I'm grand. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. I went, I went quite deep, so it takes me a few minutes just to sort of come back. <laughs> well, it's been amazing connecting with you. I've heard so much about you, and finally we speak. Thank you, Steve, very much for having me on your show. 